Yes, it is that time of year. Jerry, a 43-year-old woman, wrote, I was the difficult daughter, deemed theatrical and way too sensitive, according to my mother. I was mocked for my reactions, for my emotionality, for how I laughed and how I cried. And I believed all those things to be true about me. Today, we are exposing four of the lies believed by unloved daughters. But possibly more importantly, we will be contrasting those lies with the truth that, if you're an unloved daughter, will set you free. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am Michael Smalley. And I'm Amy Smalley. And we are live casting on Facebook. So if you're a Facebook person, you know. Come on over. We're not going to commit to a time. That's We're right. We're trying to be consistent. We're doing really good. We're doing better. But, you know, in the mornings-ish. <laughs> Seven-ish. Yeah, we're you broadcasting know, And that's live. really kind of more my personality. Seven-ish. Unless yeah. it, you know. It does kind of honor who you are. Yeah. Because you're not an, like a. I'm an ish person when yeah. it comes to time. Unless it's like a real formal meeting kind of thing. Like, you know. Oh, um, you mean like the one in Austin? Yeah. With a lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When you had to get there hey. with a woman who is worse than you about being on time. I know. I, yeah, Maggie hey. Russell. Oh, oh, we were so. You were 15 very, minutes late. No, we 10? were not 15. It was more like 10. And I just ran in. Like, poor Maggie had to, like, got to, like, get in. They were like, like, I'm the out of here. Like, the lady was like, oh, do you all come in two cars? I'm like, no, I just got here faster. No way. That happened? <laughs> Maggie. That's I'm so hurtful. sorry. <laughs> I can't believe you would do that. I'm sorry, Maggie. So, all right. The distraction of the day. All right. What okay, is it? So you remember like that last distraction of the day where Canadian forces yeah, and the raccoons? disbanded the yes. raccoon fighting ring? And I'm yeah, like, there that's are weird. illegal raccoon yes. fighting rings in the world? Yes. Well, yes. I'm not sure what's going on in the world today, but China has an even weirder crime ring. Really? Yeah, like, th I don't know why. Well, they eat dogs over there. Well, now to all the Chinese people, I mean, we don't necessarily <laughs> want to just say they all eat dogs. Yes. I'm not saying, I didn't is, say they all. I said dog. Like, they're, I know. that's like. Well, they have dogs for eating and yes. dogs for pets. Yes. Remember our, our yes. friend who lived over there who yes. sent us a picture at a store that yes. literally had signs to distinguish. Yeah. PETA would not like that. I don't think. Yeah, don't you're like saying all these things that are going to get us <laughs> trashed on social media somehow. I'm just saying. So the I distraction of the day is going to be wild. Okay. And I, I can't. It's not wait. dog fighting. No. Okay. No. 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 Would but PETA it is approve? so bizarre. I, does PETA approve of anything? <laughs> I doubt it. And then I think you're going to like this one for the honoring news of the day. And Amy, yes. why do we do this? Because we want to say that there's good things that are happening in the world, too. Amen. Hallelujah. Former inmate. This is sunnyskies.com, and that's S-K-Y-Z.com. Former inmate turns life around, proves everyone deserves a second chance. So Amen. here's the story. Or a, a former inmate story. Is, it's totally gone viral on social media. And I love second chances because I... It's just, you know what, people, and especially in this insane social media world today. Yes. Good people do bad things. 
That's right. Right. We and can if be you both. Don't, if you think that you're one of those people that would be incapable of doing a very bad thing, whoa, you're wait a minute. doing a very bad thing if you think you're not capable of it. That would be like narcissism. So I, I this story got me so excited because, let me see, uh, according to attorney Brian Tenenbaum, his client, Raymond Burns, Raymond, Raymond. Raymond. Previously, Raymond spent some time behind bars and even lost custody of his son. And so here's the Facebook post that attorney, who was his attorney. Okay. So, you know, represented him. Right. So this is my client, and I have a link to this article on our site because you've got to see him. Oh, it's the most precious photos. Oh, oh my gosh, he's so cute. Watch. So this is my client. He spent some time on the other side of the law and on the other side of some bars. Keyword bars, bars, causing him to have uh, to give up custody of his son. After that experience, his dream. So when he got out of prison, uh-huh. his dream was to work at Sports Authority, okay. which is awesome. Yeah. I've already got goosebumps. He filled out the application and told them about his past, mm-hmm. right? Because you have to disclose yeah. that and assumed he wouldn't get the job. So he left with his mother and went and applied at a Burger King where he heard he may have a better chance. Now, I'm like, pause. That's really funny. I don't know. Is that a good thing about Burger King? Is that a bad thing about Burger King? I'm like, what does that even well, mean? Well, I don't know. As he was walking through the par- parking lot of Burger King, Sports Authority called his mother's cell phone because he didn't have one yeah. and asked him to come in for an interview. Yay. Oh, it keeps getting better. Okay. They gave him a job, but based on his intelligence and work ethic, his manager at Sports Authority. People, this is why you want to invest in people. The manager at a Sports Authority said, dude, basically, because of your intelligence and work ethic, I'm go get into college, man. You can do more than what you're doing here at Sports Authority. Oh, so he got the job. He was at the job. He's doing so manager well. Okay, so this is, this is like, after. You're too smart. Okay, so and this you was. Too hard. Yeah, so this is after he'd been he, at. He thought that was there. the highest that he's going to be able to go. Goal. Sports Authority. Yep. And the guy says, nope, dream bigger, babe. Dream bigger. I mean, so son. Okay. He went and got his bachelor's degree. Yeah. Oh. And, and then. Yeah. I'm going to cry. And then he went to law school. No. And then passed the bar. And so here's the his lawyer. Ha- oh, wow. Today, Aww. I drove to Palm Beach to tell him that he had been admitted to the Florida bar. Look at that picture. They're hugging. Aww. Can you imagine? That's right. From prison, losing custody of his son. Yep. Raymond, you are a true hero, brother. Because it doesn't matter. Crud happens in life. We make dumb choices sometimes. Sometimes people are put into prison and they don't even deserve to be put into. Like stuff happens, yes. but good well, can still happen. I think what I'm going to draw from this is that he had someone that believed in him, did not give up on him, and saw his potential, and then basically fanned the flame of his own potential. I want to find out who that manager is. I know that's pretty amazing. That was and awesome. I, I, well. You didn't watch it, but I did. What? Instant Family. That's oh, I really, know. Stop that was really, I know. I'm going to have to watch it again yeah. with you. That's really what that, a lot of what this is, too. And we think about fostering and we think about what does that look like. And I think that sometimes we need to think about that manager. He fostered Raymond. 
Yeah. He he, he was his dad. And you know what else I've, I've like figured out? We don't grow up until we grow up. It doesn't yeah. have to do with our age. It yeah. doesn't have to do with whatever. Our life circumstances. It's actually pretty profound. Sometimes, sometimes our circumstances, and we're going to talk about something today that totally has to do with how can we reparent ourselves? Yeah. How can we reach out and maybe be a foster parent that shares God's love, who's the ultimate father? How can we do that for someone else, which is true discipleship. Yeah, it what? is. What? Did I just say the word discipleship? Yes, Michael's you did. buzzword. And we want to welcome Todd Prather is now watching Facebook Live. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. Chris Williams is now on. Woo-hoo. She's watching. We're not failures. People are watching. Whoa. Okay. Hey, in January, on the weekend of the 25th, I get to go to Anvil, PA. Whoa! Yep, I'm going to be go. with the Anvil United Christian Church. I will be preaching and I will be doing comedy of love. It's going to be a great weekend. So you guys are going to do great. I don't know that is going to be so fun. I don't know who's around. Who's in the PA? Anvil. Anvil, PA. Do we have any shout outs? Hey, to I don't want to be negative. Yeah. But why is Anvil, PA, making me think of that really scary movie? Because it's Anneville Horror or something. Uh, it's, it, but Anvil is it's way different. Gonna, I never watched that movie. That I'd was be crazy. like, I will now no longer be going. No, no. you are going. I'm kidding. It's, it's going to awesome. be amazing. And, okay, so we have an online, and I'm going to call it an experience. Okay. It's yeah. called Transform Your Marriage in 31 Days. I am keeping that little stinking experience on sale. I've raised it, though. Yeah. Because it was 287. Yes. Then for Cyber Monday, I dropped it down to 30. Yes. Now, because of your suggestion, <laughs> it's $31. There you go, a dollar and a so, day. So, hey, this is a 31 day online experience where you get casually dripped casually into your email dripped. box. Yes. A enrichment. So, once a week, you get to do an enrichment together. Once a week, you're going to get dripped a devotional together. Oh, nice. And then once a week, you're going to get a date night idea. What? Yeah. There you go. So it's not overwhelming, people. No. It's super easy to do. Go to smalleyinstitute.com, and you'll see it right there. Um, check it out, man. Transform your marriage in 31 days. $31. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And I have a link right here on this podcast episode as well. And don't forget... Leave a review. We love to hear from you. And you guys have been doing a great job, so it's it's really fun. Somebody totally slammed us. I'm going to read it one day. Oh, dear. I, I, I don't do well with slamming. I know that. So you know. But you're, I'm very told sensitive you, to critical. You have to get over that. To criticism. But that's okay. People don't have to love us. <gasps> dear, but that makes the, my hands sweat. The overwhelming reviews are five stars, so we thank you guys for that. And as always, we have a 24-hour Q&A hotline. Call 903-392-0975. That number is on this podcast episode page as well. And you can leave us a voicemail. And every Friday, we play them and answer them. And And answer them. Yeah, so people leave us reviews there too. It's really cool. So if you want to hear your voice on a show that is literally broadcast to the world... Yes, to the world. The entire world has access and to Facebook it. And Facebook Live. I mean, you know, yeah, know, that's like huge. All right. So here's the rest. So today we're talking about the consequences or the 
like four of the really big lies that unloved daughters mm. carry on with them into adulthood that kind of messes them up. Mm-hmm. And you know my heart for daughters and for women and um you know I have a very big heart for that. Yes. And I saw this article it's called 12 things an unloved daughter gets wrong about life and it's by Peg Streep and I kind of just went through it. We're not going to go through all 12 but I do have mm-hmm. an article uh, a link to her article. But I kind of picked out the four that I thought were most significant mm-hmm. and then it hit me. Like, okay, if this, because we don't just want to be a show going, here's what's wrong with you. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. We want to be able to, so we have the lie, but then we have the truth. That's right. Juxtaposed. That's right. I love it. Is that the right word? You were excited. You actually came in to the studio like, I'm so excited about today's show. Yes. And you know what made me excited is I didn't have to remind her how to find the show notes. (laughs) You did that all by yourself. Yeah, it's amazing what consistency will do. I know. Yeah. So here's the right. So I started off the show with a quote from Jerry, and she's 43 years old. And here's the rest of it. I was a self-conscious young adult, Mm. always worried that people would reject me because I was so lacking. At 32, one of my professors in grad school pulled me aside and asked why I was so hard on myself, so unable to accept a compliment why I tore down my own work. It was a, it was as though someone had unplugged a dam, like mm. when this professor asked. Mm-hmm. Along with therapy, that was a turning point in my life. Wow. And that, that quote is what really grabbed me from, from Jerry, and it's spelled G-E-R-R-I. Mm-hmm. Um, so this article and this lady is even, Peg Streep has written a book as well, uh, it's about if if you're a lady and you grew up with an unloving mother that was, you know, hypercritical, you know, mean, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not worth anything and oh my gosh, you're I- not pretty enough and oh, look how fat you are and the blemishes and the da 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 da. Um this show is about helping you identify so like some major self-awareness stuff mm-hmm. and then replacing those problems or lies with the truth. And I just want to tell you, an unloved daughter can, that parent could actually feel like they've loved you oh, really totally. well. But they they thought, a lot of, we do the best that we can. And so as we're doing the best that we can, sometimes the best that we can, we think, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll be really harsh or critical, or I, you know, we'll just kind of leave you to fend for yourself kind of thing. And and those are things that we all contend to. I don't know. I Just as I'm, I'm looking through this, I'm going, wow, is I a love daughter? Because I feel, I, you know, oh, no. I'm doing some of these yeah. things too. And I think that we all as females, I think, I, I, I don't this know. I think we're way. all, I think we are all, I think as a female, I think because we are more relational, we can tend to be harder on ourselves and harder on because we want relationships and we try to figure out why we are not getting them and 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 if there's anything wrong in the relationship we feel this blame and shame and guilt and condemnation and all this i don't know i i just feel it a lot more than you do and i don't think that it's necessarily because i no. i was unloved there's many ways you can get here okay this is one way Okay. That you can get to this kind of because, like she said, she was super sensitive. I'm like, oh no, that oh, but me too. okay. But here's the truth: our parents aren't perfect, 
And so our families aren't brimming. No. Yeah. And so we're we're leaving our home with baggage. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, and I think this is for someone, though, who might really feel like they're struggling. Yeah. Really feel that condemnation. And because it's not like we don't all sort of sometimes believe these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But this was more specifically about uh, women who had moms that were not healthy. Oh, really? It's moms. It's not yeah. dads. No. Well, oh. we know uh, 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 that's my point is these could also be consequences of of daughters who aren't loved well by dads, mm-hmm. right? But this one was kind of more focused on if you grew up with an unloving mother, these could be some of the lies that you've wow. been, and, and yeah. but we can generalize it even because it's kind of like, hey, we can get there through multiple avenues. Exactly, and there's different levels of it too. Yeah, for sure. So the first one is the unloved daughter will blame herself for being mistreated. Yeah. So... In essence, I deserve this. There's yeah. something wrong about me. Here's the truth. Oh, all right. You've got to go to smallinstitute.com. This this podcast episode is called Consequences for Unloved Daughters. Yes. Because I yes. have on there a link to a very, very special download. Yes. It's totally free. Yes. Because here's where we're getting the truth from. Mm-hmm. It's a thing one of my mentors, Dr. Ed Lamance wrote and it's called I am a child of the king. I have literally done entire sermons, like a sermon where I just kind of poetically read that. Yes. It is beautifully written. But my favorite part of it is each line mm-hmm. of this thing on the right side has the verses in scripture that point to the truth in that statement. Yes. So you can really spend some time digging in to who are who to we who are. You are. And right. you are a child of the king. So the unloved daughter will blame herself for being mistreated. The truth, I am God's creation, his workmanship. I was created by him and for him. So who I am and what I do matters. Okay, so Ephesians 2.10, Yeah. when Reagan started at Biola, the president actually said, Reagan Smalley created yeah. in Christ Jesus to do good works. I was like... What? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just Reagan. It was well, other but, people, yeah. too. But she was like one of four people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, the president just said her name. And it was like Crazy. unbelievable. To And I hope she's remembering that because now she's graduating and she's created in Christ Jesus to do good things, to do good works. Wow. We need to be able to recognize that, to do good works. That means we are we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We are. God knew the family knew everything God fashioned you. I was reading today about about that, how God fashions us. And I think fashion, I think I like fashion, like, you know, oh, my clothes or whatever. But I thought about that. I have that. a polo on. Yeah, you're super cool. But the fashion, I thought about that. And I thought it kind of goes back to he knew you were going to be created in this time. In You know, he fashioned you together. Yes, he fashioned. But for me, for some reason, it kind of clicked with, the time period, you know, because I think about the 70s. Oh, goodness. You know, I was yeah. born in the 70s, but I lived there. But, yeah. you know, it wasn't like, That wasn't know. the greatest of fashions. No. But Which, I guess people know, would say that about the 80s. Years with from all now, the... they'll look at what we're wearing. That's true. So, okay, here's an interesting thought. Many times, if if you're one of those daughters who blames yourself for being mistreated, you might consider, you know, part of the lie is... We assume, because this woman who gave birth to us, 
Mm-hmm. The natural belief is that she loves me. But unfortunately, there's going to be moms out there who are hyper, hyper dysfunctional, and they they might not, right? Well, they and, might and, not know how. how to, well, they might not uh, know and they how, might think... but, but they're not like doing... so Because here's the line, here's where it comes from. My mother loves me, therefore, these bad things she's saying about me must be true, because why else would she say it? Mm-hmm. She's not going to say it out of brokenness, which is why she would be saying it. But I thought that was really interesting yeah. in that article. And an, another kind of part of this, ladies, is that here's another part of the sort of self-awareness that we have to go through, and it's dark. It is. It's hard mm-hmm. to be honest about yourself. But uh, Streep said, blaming yourself is a lot less scary than facing the admission that the person who's supposed to protect and care for you cannot be relied on. That mic drop, that Boom. is hard. Yeah. Because it, it, because you you think that if I blame myself, then if I'll just perform better, if yeah, I'm just more perfect or I'm just more this, then somehow then that'll make it better. Instead of saying, wait a minute, you know, we don't always point the, like to point the finger of the other person and say and admit or say it's your fault. But in in this case, it's kind of like facing the admission that that person, you know, you got to be graceful. And how how are you graceful? You need to be graceful to yourself, but you need to be graceful to the other person. And part of that means that you say, you know what, they they need grace because they were supposed to protect me and yeah. they didn't. She was broken. Yeah, she and, was broken. And, and, we, and, and that helps us, frankly, empathize. Yeah. And when we start empathizing, wow, it makes forgiving a lot a lot easier. And and you're going to have to forgive. <gasps> Suzanne an, Clinton's on. Hey, Suzanne Clinton. Number two, the unloved daughter believes her feelings are wrong and not to be trusted. Whoa. Here's yeah. the truth. I am a child of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, seated with Christ in the heavenly realm, I am chosen, accepted, and included a citizen of heaven, a member of God's household. So, so my feelings are not wrong. Oh man, I when I hear I knew this, you'd like that one. When I hear this in an intensive, and you know, someone says, "No, feelings are wrong. The facts are X, Y, Z." Right? Yeah. The facts are, I didn't put my clothes away. So. You know, my feeling of feeling rejected or whatever is wrong because I did it. I did what the feelings of feeling rejected. Jesus had a feeling of feeling rejected, did he not? When he was on the cross, why have you, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That is a feeling of feeling rejected. Now, the actions that we do based on our feelings can be wrong, can be wrong. But the feelings themselves are not wrong. And needing those feelings mean that some kind of attention needs to be made to that feeling. And so for me, I think about how God, I enter into that relationship with God and say, I'm feeling X, Y, because the worst thing in the world would be for Satan, because Satan wants to disconnect you from God. So Satan wants to tell you your feelings are wrong so that you won't go to God with them. Right, And if you go to God with him and you say, my God, my God, I am feeling rejected or I'm feeling whatever, God is going to be able to tell you, oh, precious one, enter into that relationship with you, hug you, love you. What? I don't know if I've ever heard you say that where, because I like the thing that you've been doing as well, where you say in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Like 
in Christ. You just said, my God, my God, why? And you left a blank. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. I love that. I had to highlight it. There you go. That is so cool because that can be the cry of your heart. That was Jesus's like heartfelt, deep, fully self-aware cry out to his father. My God, my God, why have I been rejected? Why have I been disconnected? Why have I been made to feel defective or worthless? My mm -hmm. God, wow, I got goosebumps. And you got to think with God, what is it? What did God? It, it, I mean, we don't know for sure everything that was said and everything, but, but Jesus knew. Jesus knew the reason why his actions. Why he needed to do what he was doing. He knew he needed to die on the cross. He knew he needed to die for our sins based on our feelings. But God cares about our feelings. He cared about Jesus feeling that way. Yeah. And I think that so much, so much of life, we want to dismiss feelings. Now, granted, feelings can change. And so it makes it very quirky and weird. And, and, and we can feel like, you know, distorted and our views and our perceptions, which our feelings are all kind of a part of that, that can all feel kind of muddy. That's why your relationship with Christ means so much. Yeah. Number three, the unloved daughter believes, and this one is so bad. The unloved daughter believes love is a transaction. Yikes. The truth, I am loved by God unconditionally and without reservation. Hey, and just to remind everybody, go to smallinstitute.com, Consequences yes. for Unloved Daughters, download that I am a child of the king. I have it in all caps. And because, because we're not going to get into them on the show, but I have all the scripture references yeah. to these truths. So yes. you can you can generally, you can dig in so much deeper. But, oh, man, how many people, it's especially unloved daughters, yeah, love well, is a this transaction. Is when, this is when you think, I will do this so that I will get love. This yeah. is why our teenage pregnancies and all that are so high, because they think that, oh, I know, I will do this act, and then I will receive love. Yikes. That is such an incredible twisting of truth, is it not? Yeah. And that's all Satan has to do is just twist it. Just a little Does love have fruits? Yes. Yes. Is that is it a transactional kind of yeah, thing? Do I no? Do I have to earn it? No. 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 It. it you know, a, a healthy mom or a healthy dad should be able, uh, hopefully, the majority of the time, give that because you deserve it. Mm -hmm. You're a child of the king. You have infinite You're value. Precious. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, love is not a transaction. Love is unconditional. Oh my gosh. Number four, the last one, the unloved daughter believes, oh, this one broke my heart, oh. believes there is no healing for her. Oh, man. That she's going to be rejected. That, well, this she is... doesn't even deserve it, and yeah. I'm never going to get better. The truth, I am forgiven yes. completely, totally, and absolutely. I have been rescued from the dominion of darkness and brought into the kingdom of light, the kingdom of the sun. Man, yeah. uh, that healing piece of that, I I mean, not to keep going back to a movie that you haven't actually seen, but um, in the movie... You're just pouring salt in the wound. <laughs> in the movie, 
uh, instant family. There was a there was a foster family that adopted a a teenage daughter, and she was later in the, and she bless her heart. That teenage daughter had already gone through so much, yeah. and it just had done so much. And then and then the teenage daughter when the Mark Wahlberg and I yeah. can't remember the, his wife when they came and talked to the, the that family again they're like we're gonna go we need a pep talk with them and it didn't and she wasn't in a good place and we're like and you know Mark Wahlberg's character was like she was our inspiration like she was the reason why we were supposed to why we're doing this if if you guys can't make it happen and yeah very wow. strong reaction from the the mom she loved that daughter and she was saying sometimes. Even if you have the right environment now, say there's it's been an, a, a bad environment and you have a better environment, sometimes love takes a while to kind of sink in. Sometimes unconditional love and being loving takes you loving someone through a couple of different times, some really big, doesn't mean they're not consequences, but it does mean that you just, it's going to take some time for the, her to know I can choose to continue to choose healing. That's huge. Oh, it is beyond huge. And I think where we want to encourage those women out there who feel stress and feel abandonment and feel rejection, and maybe you're one of those ladies who just keeps... Um, like you're asking yourself, why do I keep dating these terrible men? Yeah. I why? What is wrong with me? What's broken with me? What we're trying to explain is there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing broken with you. You have wounds that need to be addressed. So yes. remember the Jerry, our 43 year old friend. Yes, she got into therapy. That's right. You need to find a mentor. You need to be discipled. You might need to go into counseling. All of that is good. Your marriage because might, you're worth it. Yes, your marriage might need an intensive. You yeah. need to call our office, Smalley Institute, and you need to call and say, you know what? I get it that my husband is trying to love me, and I just something going on with us, with me, and the way that we're communicating. We're absolutely in conflict all the time, and it's and it's we're not doing well. And so, what does that look like? That's what we're here for. We're here to say we want to help you navigate through the waters, and we want to help you build better relationships. That's the whole thing of what we want for Smalley Institute. We the why the reason why we do the podcast, the reason why you do the articles, the reason why we have, you know, all the stuff on the website, our intensives. They are to help you build a better relationship. And I say help because this is it. We know we are just a help. We are just a guide. We know the Holy Spirit is going to be truly the one that's going to empower you and going to equip you to say, that applies to me. Yeah. That's me. Or I need to be able to walk with someone. But it's not rocket science, but it does sometimes mean that you need a guide and you need someone outside of your system to walk you through how do I what what your specific lies are and then what the truth is and what does God want to say and then how do your actions need to follow through the, with that. And we're about to get to the distraction of the day, but my last thing is, ladies, there is a path. The question is, are you willing to recognize that you, you're not on it? And you, you got to get on that path towards healing. And when you do, things start to change. They do. I don't know you the timeline. Your load starts being lighter. 
Yes, it does. Because there is freedom in Christ. All right, so I told you there is something oh, even yes. more strange okay. than raccoon back to China. Yep. fighting rings. Yep. You know. So now we're in China. Don't look yet. I'm not going to look. You don't even have <laughs> it on is, the screen I can see. Yeah, well, I can what see What is it. that? People are betting thousands of dollars on illegal cricket fighting okay, that, in China. What? Look at this picture. Those are insects. It's a cricket. It's a I didn't cricket. even know crickets fought. Crickets can fight? Jiminy Cricket apparently had some fighting skills that I was unaware of. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Jiminy now listen to this. You think, here's from the article, it's from the something. Lottie Bible, ladbible.com. You'd think, this is clear read, you'd think gamblers would have enough options open yeah, to them exactly. for a flutter these days yeah. with online betting making yeah. it a lot easier to win. But apparently not, as some people are turning to cricket fights to get their betting fix. Yeah, cricket fights. Something that I would not want to be around. There's I was going to say something I just filtered right Good. there. There is total video of this ridiculousness. That's pretty oh, bad. Kick fighting. Oh. What's wrong with us, people? Yeah, there is a lot wrong with us.